This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist. ZenRailClothingCo.com, music for your everyday. This episode also sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Bake daily, craft it with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use, and um, it's great, you know, if you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself definitely check out podbean use uh the link podbean.com slash socratic gamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free test it out build that content uh anyone could podcast right vish yep start a start a podcast and uh get your ideas out there all right enjoy the episode Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, so I'm not too sure how long we actually have for this one. That's why I wanted to jump on really quickly. Um, yeah, I have to do something right after this. I'm just waiting for Terry to get back. So uh, we'll just jump straight into the main topic, which we don't usually do per week. Oppenheimer. We both saw it now. Uh, you saw it for tw- you saw it twice. I saw it twice. Yeah. Yeah. How was it the second time? Was it still good? Oh yeah. Were you like, oh, it's good. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah I, Watching it the first time, I was like, I get why you wanted to watch it twice because the speed was so quick, and there was like they were throwing so much information at you. Mm-hmm. But what what I think was interesting about this movie is the reception of it. So a lot of people are really talking about the Barbie thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like equally they are talking about Oppenheimer, but there's so much attention towards Barbie as well as Oppenheimer. But I feel like Barbie's over like outshining Oppenheimer right but I think the relevancy of this movie makes it more like makes me question like how come we're not paying more attention to Oppenheimer and like what it's saying and the implications of that as compared to Barbie not that like women's rights isn't important because you know that's why Barbie's up there and stuff and equality but there are some major issues here going on that we don't we don't usually bring to light you know because it's so dark. Yeah, I, I you think, think that's what it is. You think I, it's like I the, think that's what it the, is. The I think that's what it is. Because when you when I first watched it, I was like, I, like you come out of it like not like, oh, what have we like in your own head? It's like, oh, what have we done? Like you're silent. Mm. Where it's yeah, like yeah, I think yeah. in the Barbie thing, it seems like it's, uh, like some I don't know. I didn't see the Barbie movie, so. Maybe it's it's what it seems like is like you know people are talking about it because it's there's something, I guess how it's it like, ended like light. you want yeah light maybe it's more easier to talk about maybe okay maybe so, those are the things for sure for sure maybe that's this that's the the nature of reality itself like I think we talked about this before but like heavy lies the crown of truth right heavy heavy lies the crown of anything right if you want to be you know, like the manager of a company, if you want to be like the director of a company, if you want to know the truth about reality, like all those things are very heavy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess like with Barbie, it's something you can take easily in and there's a common enemy. Yeah, patriarchy, you know, down with that. Yeah, yeah. which is much but, more understandable. Like, I think it's more like more understandable, more like, um, like easy to get whatever. But it's like, I think Oppenheimer thing is like, it's war stuff. It's sadness. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. downer, and, and it's a, <laughs> and it's a blemish on like American society, 
you know, because in America, we, they covet themselves as the highest, right? But this is kind of like they set this in motion, the nuclear disasters. You know, they were the ones who came up with the nuclear bomb, sure. which is what we're all kind of freaking out about, you know? And maybe that's also what it is, too. It's like you don't want to look at your scars. You know, you want to, you kind of want to look at, you want to distract yourself from the realities of life, essentially, you know? Not, yeah. not, that, not that Barbie is a distraction. It, it kind of is. It's like, it's a weird play. Like, I get it. You haven't seen it yet, but yeah. get what they're doing. But it's just like, it, it feels sort of like a distraction to me, you know? Mm. Now everybody's like, oh, I'm this kind of Barbie. I'm that kind of Barbie. Like, it's a big meme right now. Whereas, um, you know, nobody's talking about the potentials of, nuclear disaster but i feel but like there's a, quite a lot of people yeah. watching oppenheimer too i mean the theaters were full it's not like no no for sure for right? sure but it's like it's not getting the play it is on social I, media i think it's just too much of a serious topic i think that's why right yeah, yeah, yeah and we we all like like the nature of life is extremely serious or not you know yeah, yeah like, i mean like, i i don't know people tragedy. yeah i think it's that i think it's like you know the you're not getting any laughs in this movie <laughs> you're not no you're not no <laughs> so and, all right so so like as a movie itself let's get into that i didn't really like it as a movie like somebody asked me like hey should i watch oppenheimer and i was like i don't know i haven't seen it yet then i watched it i was like eh, it's probably not the movie for you it's not that it's like a bad movie it's just a lot you know, like compared to his other movies, you know, mm -hmm. um, Tenet, uh, what was the other one? Batman, um, Inception. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like that. It, it was like, usually in those movies, he's trying to mind blow you, but with like something allegorical. This one, he's mind blowing you with facts. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you better come into this. Like, I want to learn something, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's why I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, same, 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 same. But I wouldn't say it was like a good movie. Like I wouldn't rewatch this over and over. It's not like Tenet, you know? I love that movie. I watch it so many times because like it's got the action. Multiple it's meanings. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And like it's kind of mind bending. But this one was like I'm just gonna show you the truth. Yeah. You know? Because I don't it was, think it's like reading a book. Yeah, so he hasn't done anything about like a biography of somebody. So it's like, yeah, it's a very sure, different sure. type of movie. I think it's just like it's someone's life. You watch it once. It's like, okay, I got it. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Have you seen those memes yet? Of, uh, I guess it's because of what I've been clicking, but it's like manga, anime, live adaption, and then it progressively gets worse. So mm -hmm. I saw one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I saw one about Einstein. It's like Einstein in the textbook, and it's a picture of Batman, and then Einstein oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Oppenheimer, and it made him look so like, like, not good. <laughs> but it's true. Like we we glorify this idea of Einstein, you know. But then when you see him as a human, I was like, oh, you are just a person. You yeah, aren't this yeah. like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, Einstein, you're gonna be serious all the time. You're gonna be like this like sage. You know, he, he is, he does give off like sage vibes, but at the same time, it's like he, the humanity was there. And mm -hmm. I did like that about Oppenheimer. Like he really portrayed the humanity. Um, there was this one 
like meme thing going around or like this highlight where the main actor was like, oh, the sex scenes were so integral to Oppenheimer. And I was kind of like, okay, are they really? And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, okay, he didn't just put it in there for like the sake of having it. Yeah. You know, like the the line, um, I've become death, destroy of worlds. Mm-hmm. That came out during the scene. And also like, you need to see his obsession and love for the girl so that when she died, it's like, okay, this makes him, this yeah, makes yeah. sense of why it's such a meaningful impact to him, you know? Um, there's one thing that I did want to bring up as well before we get into the craziness, but when, so when I watched the movie, I didn't read anything about the history of this. I know nothing about the atomic bomb. Made mm-hmm. me want to read the book though. Like at the end, they like show yeah, the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they suggested that the girl was assassinated. Right. And then in the, that I only saw through memes that in real life, they put it as a suicide, but Christopher Nolan was suggesting that she got assassinated. Like you saw the gloves and like her being pushed in the water. So I was like, oh, she got killed by them. So, so I think, um, he was giving, uh, two perspectives because I had to look more into that. Cause I, when I came out of the movie, I was like, some people didn't quickly see that. And then, like, other people saw that. Like, I saw that. I was like, is that a hand? Um, wasn't, I think maybe from... Yeah, they said... It wasn't like... But they suggested they showed, it like he was gonna... Yeah, yeah, so they showed two, both. What I mean is, like, showing that as if it was just a suicide or and then showing that other, other perspective because both perspectives existed. Why? Because her brother mm. was the one who was pushing that she was assassinated. Right? And then oh, also, like... that's fascinating. Yeah, so, like, I don't know if it's in the book... Maybe Oppenheimer thought that too, because he was using the w- specific word saying that not signed, like or whatever she said, like she left a note but not yeah, signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to use the word yeah, not yeah, signed yeah. is kind of implying like I don't know if it's her or, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're I, giving I, the, the official stories, of course, suicide, but like uh, both stories are there in that's what they think. Yeah. Well, I I think that Christopher Nolan is some sort of like conspiracy theory, not conspiracy theorist, but he isn't sticking to the official narrative necessarily. Yeah. So a lot of the things in that movie touched upon aliens. It touched upon government cover-ups and it touched upon potential assassinations. Mm-hmm. So the, the cover-up was um the one with the girl the assassination is when they said kennedy because you saw like i was saying that to you and you were like oh maybe they just wanted to highlight him or suggest the next movie that he might be making which is pretty cool like if you watch tenant and then they reference oppenheimer in it (laughs) and then he made oppenheimer and then like he referenced kennedy in this one so it's like are you gonna make a kennedy movie maybe that'd be really cool but what I thought was interesting was you saw Robert Downey Jr.'s character, how he's very vindictive and he wanted to kill you, right? They showed how that one scene, he stuck, it stuck with him and he wanted to bring Oppenheimer down just because of that, like, as he received. So when he asked, like, what's the senator's name? He's like, oh, it's the senator who wants to make a name for himself, Kennedy. But there's a lot of suggestion that the CIA killed Kennedy, like the CIA and the mob worked together to kill Kennedy. That's like that's of outside of the movie, though. Yeah, we're bringing that from the outside of the movie. Right? No, no, it, it is outside of the movie. But when he said it, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of weird that you highlighted that." I was like, "Why are you highlighting that?" Because you could have just like not said it. You know, mm-hmm. we we didn't need to know who the senator was that changed the votes. 
remember he's like, oh, who is the senator who like kind of swayed it? He's like, oh, Kennedy. They're like, that's interesting. Are you, well, one, are you going to make another movie about like Kennedy's assassination? And two, are you suggesting that the military industrial complex is what killed Kennedy? Which is what a lot of people are suggesting too. You know, Thought, thoughts on that uh, one? I didn't, I didn't feel like that in the movie. I just felt like they were introducing Kennedy. As like this is him uh, it, in in the it start. It felt so his... like odd. I didn't. I didn't feel like. But that. it was so yeah. odd. It was like, oh, why did you like it? It felt so, like, why did you need to name that? You know, unless it was a setup for his next movie. Like we don't know where he's playing. Just like we didn't know him. Like why'd you bring up? Sure, Manhattan but I Project think intended, right, right. You know? But I think I think like he. I think it's because we know Kennedy. That's the impact of it, and as well as he was in the vote who did decline him. Right, so. So it was. It's. A big, I'm sure there was other people as well. No, that's what I'm saying. It was down to like three. He said, "Like, but then why didn't you name the other three? Because they don't. Where you know do we, no, I think they didn't name the other three is because we don't know who they are as a public. Okay. Okay. So. So. Okay. So this is why I think Christopher Nolan's a genius. It's he's almost like if you know the connections, you'll know the connections. So you're like, oh, they didn't name the others. Because we wouldn't know who they are as a public, yeah. right? So he named a lot of people in there that have a lot to do with aliens. <laughs> so aside from Los Alamos, right? Because mm-hmm. we know that's where Bob Lazar came from. So when he made a thing, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But do you know Fermi? Do you know Fermi? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Sam's familiar, but I'm not sure if I... Right? Okay. So Fermi, they brought him up. And like, oh, he's working on the Adam Project. So Fermi is the guy who created the Fermi paradox. Mm-hmm. He said the universe is so big, there is 100% aliens. He just doesn't know where they are. Right. And that's what the, that's what, like, it's called the Fermi paradox. So when he brought these people up, I'm like, why'd you need to name them? But then when he named it, I was like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, like, it brought me down a different rabbit hole. Right, right, right. So, so I think he... I feel like he's just dropping all these little nuggets in this movie that if you want to start tethering things together, remember like the last podcast, I didn't watch Oppenheimer and you're like, Oh, Los Alamos. And I was like, Oh my God, mind blown. Like (laughs) that's where the aliens are. Right. Right. You know? So it's almost like, are you doing this a part of the movie? You know what I mean? Like he couldn't mind blow us in a direct way. So he mind blew you with facts. So he's like, if you if you want to go down these rabbit holes, I'm just going to give you all these names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could you could do the digging yourself, you know, because there's a lot of questionable things from the government going on, which is what I came away from the movie with. It's like I'm more skeptical of the government now. Why? Because they didn't need to drop those bombs. They did it anyways. The guy was like, oh, I don't want to do Kyoto because I, I vacation there. I'm like, okay, so you have a personal thing. So this is how the government works? And the whole thing was about a conspiracy to make Oppenheimer look bad. That's the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was about the atomic bomb, right? And remember, like, we came over like, oh, I thought it was going to end with the explosion. Yeah, but yeah, it kept yeah. going. Because, like, I think the real power of this movie is to show people that there's something going on behind the scenes that we don't know of. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's yeah, my theory. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially like with the whole UFO hearing at the, at, during the hearing, he talked about how like money is hidden. 
there's not a part of Oppenheimer. Like if you watch the Senator hearing, like uh, not was it Congressman hearing? Uh, it was yeah, it's 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 for congressmen. It's a hearing on talking to other congressmen uh, persons on the panel. Okay, okay. Yeah. So so if you watch that whole thing, he's really outing money mm-hmm. in that, like how money is hidden. But that's like kind of what Oppenheimer did too. It's like look at the nefariousness of the government. Like it made you question: Did she get killed? Like I thought she was killed. But then it's like, oh, no, the official story, she's not. And you're like, oh, but why'd you present it like that then? Mm-hmm. You know? And then the other thing, this is the mind blow. So I was saying this to you after the movie, but after the um, the hearing, or no, sorry, during the hearing of the UFO thing, the main person brought up, like, I don't want to call them aliens because, like, it's not yeah, yeah, human yeah. because they might not be from space. They could be from a different dimension. And then the congressman is like, well, what are you talking about a different dimension? He's like, well, there's a lot of theories with quantum physics. And I was like, sure. I don't really know what you're talking about. But the freaking movie opened, <laughs> Oppenheimer, with him discovering quantum physics. Oh, no, no. Einstein discovered it. He refined it. So refining quantum physics. And you're like... Bro, what did you do at Los Alamos? Mm-hmm. Was it just the atom bomb, or did you make a connection with alien beings or like different quantum? Sure, I mean, yeah, it's been it's been there since then, right? Since World War II, Los Alamos has been there. So, <laughs> and you're like, what? It, remember, and then that one scientist was like, "I wanna, I wanna quit," and then he's right. like, "No, I'll let you work on whatever you want to work on. We yeah, can yeah. meet every week for one week." So, what did you work on? Was your project like project? contact aliens <laughs> we we don't know right yeah, 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 like yeah. and then why why did they use los alamos i mean it makes sense you could use los alamos because it's protected from like bombs you know like they tested the nuclear bomb there so we know that if we bring an alien spacecraft there it'll be protected maybe mm-hmm. or was that like the grounds for contacting other beings from different dimensions yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like what's going on? Yeah, and I think that's that's the beauty of the movie. The movie just made me go like, wait a minute, like what else is going on mm-hmm. here? Yeah. Oh, what do you think? Like, what what did? Uh, what was your like revelation takeaways? It's just interesting how many people are involved in it, like involved in the whole science mm-hmm. aspect of it, and like the connections because. I remember, like the boar, boar guy, the um, Austrian guy, whatever. Like the the one that he went to see in the beginning of the movie. He went to see his lecture. He's in our science books. Bohr's, oh, really? Bohr's principle. Yeah. Oh, that's who he is. See, there you go. I so like, all these connect- holes. Yeah, all I these- didn't even know. Like what <laughs> Bohr? So like, and, it's interesting to like- see. Like these are the these are the scientists. That we had have in our uh, textbooks, or at least not when we were in yeah. school. So it's like it's interesting to see like who was all connected in it to make this atom bomb. It, see, this is the thing too. It's like you have to like read into history because mm-hmm. if you read into history, you'll see how it's all connected. Like we kind of wake up in this reality now, like as a baby. You know, you get born into life. And you're like, what's going on with the world? And then nobody really knows. But then if you, if you yourself read in history, you're like, oh, that became because of this. This became because of that. That became because of this. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's all logical. 
like people ask like why are we here it's like read history you'll figure out exactly why we got here right you know mm-hmm. or how we got here yeah because that that's crazy you know these juggernauts who just seem like regular characters in the movie you're like oh no these are like big impactful people that change the course of how we live our lives yeah okay so what what do you think about the the main question of the movie about self-destruction i was thinking about this one a lot so you remember how he was like they show like the einstein uh oppenheimer meeting and then he's like the big fear is that the calculation is that if we run this it could keep blowing up the atmosphere and then we just destroy the world Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the movie he's like I feel like we are, we did it. We are like the catalyst for destruction of the world. Sure. Like what, what did you feel about that one? Well, that was the fear, right? I mean, now not everybody, but like the few countries that have it, they have nuclear weapons, but it has been never used since the dropping on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. After that, it's never been used. Has it been? Right, 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 right. So we're, are we, we still have wars, but it's been a, we're not like, destroying things that level yep yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah um okay we'll, we'll put a pin in, <laughs> we'll put a pin in that the weapons thing because that that's interesting too but um the fact that he thought that it would destroy the world he's like i think i we we set in motion that we're going to destroy the world i was like technically it's how far you want to draw the line because industrial revolution could technically also be sure because without the industrial revolution you wouldn't have you know what i mean so it's like him putting that weight on himself i was like it depends on how far back you want to draw the line Mm -hmm. like you feel like it's an important moment but like without oil you wouldn't even have this opportunity without cities you wouldn't have this opportunity without the railroad you wouldn't have you know what i mean so i i found that like no, we we could destroy ourselves. Like, it's not because of you, bro. Like, you could take that weight off your shoulders, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but going back to the weapons, this was a secret weapons building event, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, nuclear bombs, nuclear bombs." I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's stuff going on right now that will, like, like cast a wide shadow on the nuclear bomb. You know what I mean? Like the people making bombs or like weapons right now, like, oh, that's cute. You think a nuclear bomb is like the real problem? No, this is the real problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we place a lot of emphasis on nuclear bombs, but there's got to be weapons out there that we don't even know about that are way more powerful than nuclear bomb. It's been like a hundred years or whatever. So, so years, like, yeah, no. like I don't, I don't know about after that, but they did test the, the hydrogen bomb, the one that the guy wanted to okay. do. So that is the biggest okay, yeah, bomb, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's never been used. Oh, it o- is? Outside of being tested. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, like, don't even worry about nuclear bombs, bro. <laughs> H-bombs, where it's at. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were afraid of something that we saw, but we should really be afraid of things that we can't see. Because mm-hmm. nobody saw the nuclear bomb coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess it, it was, I guess like, they had to use it to show it, I guess. You know what I mean? It's like, which probably was, which unbelievable. Which wild, because <laughs> it was like. And it's like not like they, they. Imagine if they hadn't shown it. Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, it's like, and it's not like they just dropped it on one city. They had to do it. And it's two cities. And it was like a few days apart. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
And, and what is your country's reaction to that? You don't think the rest of the world is like scrambling now to figure out a weapon worse than this? Well, yeah, that's that's the thing, right? So I think that's... Wait, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like that's why uh, like I... the whole the nuclear arms race was that, right? They were looking at is yeah. Russia, Russia would be the next country to get it. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like Russia, they they're developing like they were developing on par with the Americans mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. And the Americans said that. So like when they're talking about the cold war that came after, you know, what, what else were they developing? Mm-hmm. You really think like every year we have a new iPhone. You really think it stopped with a nuclear bomb. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's progress. Sure. You got to make like, you're like, well, what if they bring out this bomb? Well, what if they bring out this bomb? What, you know what I mean? You're always like trying to level up, the game Mm -hmm. and i think whatever weapon comes about from this is going to be way worse than um a nuclear bomb like whatever's being developed right now yeah well yeah yeah. like we've only only imagined we can only talk about what we know right but yeah of course they're working on a lot of things exactly like even like i remember like drone strikes right that just leaves like a big bomb too but they were, oh, I forgot who they killed. There were some terrorists that they had killed, but it was very precise bomb where yeah. it only went. for precision, yeah. Yeah, and it only went to that person and only killed him. Yeah. Versus, so, like, what yeah. What else are we doing right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bro, oh, you're afraid of a nuclear bomb? No, no. Like, there's worse. There's got to be worse stuff yeah, out yeah. there. You know what would be even worse than a nuclear bomb? If, if you really want to cripple a country create the world's biggest emp just shoot it over the city i'm sure they got don't that even too. need to kill anybody <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like yeah okay the devastation and destruction of the explosion might be really bad but if you like okay, okay the devastation and destruction of a nuclear bomb is localized to that vicinity mm-hmm. so maybe you might take out a city maybe you might take out 10 cities okay totally totally fine but if you shoot EMP. If people don't know what an EMP is, it like shuts off all electrical electrical devices. If you shoot an EMP at a at the mainframe of where like the internet is or where our databases are, game over. You lost all your data. Mm-hmm. Like, what yep. are you gonna do? Yep. That's even worse because then you have a domino effect. You know, like let's say they shoot out. Um, I don't know wh- wherever the servers are for the internet. You shut down the world's internet except for your own game over where's the communication yeah you shoot out the satellites you're like what are we doing you know that's way worse because then you're not only affecting a city you're affecting the entire country mm-hmm. yeah that's wild man yeah and we and we think it stopped with the nuclear bomb we're like oh nukes are so something no there's there's a hundred percent worse stuff out there yeah i'm sure they like do but they're, yeah, yeah, yeah but they, officially this is what we're at right now <laughs> yeah yeah totally 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 um i wanted to i wanted to bring up as well how japan post-world war uh two so they like my cousin brought this up and i was like oh that's really fascinating you never think about it though but when they stopped like building weapons and becoming an army they focused on technology mm-hmm. you know and the development of their technology is something that we're all obsessed with. And like, like I think dude, I'm, we might've talked about this post podcast. That's why I'm bringing it up now. But 
you brought up like Toyota and like car manufacturing mm -hmm. and it's like, why do we need, why do we need to rule you through arms when we could rule you through economics? If you need to buy all of our stuff, that's what COVID showed. Remember, like that was the big problem with COVID. Our logistical supply chain broke down because we were buying everything from China. Yeah. We like everything's manufactured overseas and they would come here. And then a lot of people realized like, oh, we can't get stuff fast enough because we need to rely on them. But COVID shut down logistically. So they're trying to look internally how to develop things. It's like Asia really won the war, you know, because we really rely on them. Mm -hmm. You like, you know, even though on the front of it, you see America's dominance because they got like the army everywhere. But if you pull out your t-shirts as made in China, you're like, who really won? Right. Yeah. 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 It's like, I feel like because we're such a global society now, and we think in terms of black and white, that you're not really seeing the true layers of what's going on here. Mm -hmm. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's worried about war, and it's like that's not really the thing to worry about. It's economic dominance, like dependence. Because, like, why sure. do I need to kill you if you need me? Mm -hmm. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, think about it. We can't even grow anything in the West. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we can grow things, but how many things? We, we import a lot of our fruits. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It was just tripping me out. Um, anything else about the movie you want to bring up? Uh... It, well, it's just a side fact, but it was the first movie I think he's done since, like, not with Warner Brothers. Oh, well, that's interesting. I think he, he, he left it because uh, I think it was in the COVID time when they were like, oh, all movies are going to come to, like, HBO Max or something, like the digital thing. Oh, wow. And he didn't want, he didn't like that idea. Oh, interesting. So he left. Yeah. In order yeah. to. So they're trying to get him back, though, but. <laughs> oh really okay dang all right that's intense yeah <laughs> yeah I, I saw the um the sag strike now people are talking about the strikes are weird man because so obviously there's the screen actors guild strike right now and i saw that they're gonna open negotiations this friday or something like that but one that's happening right now, and I didn't even think about it until like it just, uh, it just like I needed to go there. Metro, Metro's on strike. Not like if people don't know what Metro. Oh, is, you talk about, yeah, the grocery store. Yeah. Grocery store, yeah. And I was, I was, I was, I go for my morning walk with Athena. I was like, oh, maybe I'll buy some coffee. So I walked over, and there was all these people outside, like strike, strike. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. So I tried to go through the door, and the security guard's like, no, no. And I was like, what? And then they're like, oh, we're on strike. I was like, oh, bro, I didn't even hear about this, you know? And then I was like, okay, it'll, it'll resolve itself within two days. I go back. It's been like a week. Mm. And I'm like, why are you guys still on strike? But it's like wages and stuff. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's got to be hurting. That's going to be hurting Metro as a whole, you know? Because what are we. That's the point of the strike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, for sure. For sure. But it's like you look at the Screen Actors Guild, you look at the Metro strike. Sure. And you're like, that's how you rule people money. Mm -hmm. We like the metro is not going to kill you, 
You know, the Screen Actors Guild is not going to kill you, but you can hurt them with money. Yep. So that's the that's the real that's the real war mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, uh, you remember Jack Ryan? Yeah. So the movie Jack Ryan, he brought that up too. It's like Russia was going to take over, but they're going to take over with economics, and he, his like job was to, as a finance person, <laughs> stop this like this economic espionage mm-hmm. from happening. Yeah. It, it's just so funny because like when you think about Oppenheimer, it's so it's so final and black and white. Explosion bomb. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really it's really way deeper than that. How how did that make you feel about like how do you feel about the government stuff? Did it make you question that at all, the movie? Question like Were you what? not thinking about it? No, what do you mean by question? Like, question the like, secrecy of like what they work on and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or oh, e- even the com- compartmentalization. Remember, that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we got to compartmentalize. And that's what Bob Lazar was saying. He's like, I only worked on a piece of the craft, and then everyone else is working on other yeah, things. Yeah, I think, I think that's a, that was the lesson in the movie, too, because it was when they first built it, right? It's like, how do you keep the secrecy? And there was a lot of leaks happening, I guess. So, of course, you're yeah. going to get better and better at secrecy as you figure out where the issues are, where the leaks were happening. From. Yeah. So, yeah, and like security clearance is a very important thing. You can't, right? Yeah, 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 totally. But then, if you're looking at that level, you're like, "What are you guys hiding? Like, what is this thing? Is it necessarily what, hiding? Like, but it's like you don't want the leaks to go out to other countries for own good. Yeah, yeah. There's all that too, right? So, um, it was. I think it's. Yeah, it just tells you like what like the government level of like what they're working on, how they keep the secrets, right? So it's like I think that's a it's just an interesting aspect. Of course, that's pro is what's going on, right? So we don't know what are the other things that they're working on because a lot of things do come from our like technology growth. Also, had come from the industrial, uh, the military industrial complex, right? So what like the GPS stuff was from them before. The internet was from them too. Yeah, so it's like it was made in World War Two, I think. Right, yeah. and I mean these are things that help the economy, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It it's just it makes you feel, well, at least it makes me feel that like we're really at different levels in this video game, and we're all just like mm-hmm. playing. Like, we really don't have power, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. And I feel like COVID was, to me, COVID was a great example of your lack of power. Because remember in the beginning, I was like, there's no way I'm going to get the shot. I don't need to get the shot. They won't force me to get the shot. It's like, oh, you're going to get the shot. It's like, damn, not going to get the shot. But it's like, we won't tell you that, like, we won't, we won't hold you down and inject you. But we're going to make your life so difficult that you're going to just need to get the shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, what are these invisible forces at play that are just ruling our lives? You know? Mm-hmm. Gas prices. Gas prices affect... Um, well, all sorts of things. Everything, like, actually. Yeah, right. All right. So I'm like kind of obsessed with gas prices right now. And then Tara's like, what? Well, well, you're going to fill up gas anyways. 
And I'm like, yeah, but it's not the gas that I'm worried about. I'm worried about the ramifications. We're at a dollar seventy right now, mm-hmm. and it went to like it was like one twenty, right? And and it's like that's going to affect the price things I buy at the grocery store. Yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah. freaking me out. Mm-hmm. If you look at it like on its surface level, it's like oh, you got to pay more for gas. You're like, okay, I pay more for gas, but really. It's like, no, this is going to affect the way we live our lives on like a mass scale because like gas is like the blood of well, the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, right? Like you literally, you need it to live. Mm-hmm. We, not us, like not us literally, but like for, yeah, for society, the society to con- live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's the blood of the society, mm-hmm. you know? And we're watching these prices rise. It's like, to liken it to like health it's almost like if you have high cholesterol you know you're like oh that's probably gonna affect your heart you know mm-hmm. like oh it's just a number of like whatever it's just cholesterol you know but you're like no like the ramifications of this sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. are very widespread and that's something we can't even affect like i can't do anything about gas prices and that's more of like the helpless feeling you're like oh we really are not in control this totally dictated on whatever backroom deals you guys are having. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, right? Like, we're... We are not pawns in a game because we're not being used necessarily, but it's almost like we're bystanders sure. in the game. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. Like, to, like, you ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon or, like, SimCity? Mm-hmm. Right, it you pushing all the buttons in those like. Have you played Roller Coaster Tycoon? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go with that one because I like that one better. Um, you're gonna create all these businesses. You're gonna create all these roller coasters. You're going to, um, you know, create all these food stands, and then the park people are gonna go there, and then they're just going to, um spend their money, entertain themselves. Sure. But you could set the prices for those things. Yes. In Roller Coaster Tycoon. Mm-hmm. Right? The park people have no say in that. They don't see you setting the price. They're just NPCs, right? Non-playable characters. Yeah. So I feel like we are the non-playable characters in the business people's game. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, we are our own playable characters, but, like, just, like us to them they are npcs we are npcs to them we're just moved around we're just like mm-hmm. yeah i, I get I, I, I ride. Get, right you know what I'm saying? no no i get what you're saying but it's um it's it, it, say voting you're gonna say voting uh, no 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 vote. yeah that's that's sure but like i'm saying like you vote for your money because you even in that game it's like how do you keep the the people happy if they're not happy they're not you're gonna stop that's coming. true you're right and they're going to stop coming to your theme park. That's true. And that's what you have revolts. And that's when people get angry. So the, the real game is how do you make them spend their money? Without making them... Exactly. It. Yeah. So that means that everybody, everybody wins in the end for that kind of scenario. No, 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 no. They think they're winning. You just hire a really good marketer to set the narrative. Sure, sure. You know, it's but then, like, why does this? Uh, but then, no, no. Even if you do that, doesn't matter. Right? They're happy at the end, right? So everyone's winning. 
you feel good spending your money. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But who's the people in charge? Who's the one who like set that thing up? The marketer, bro. Yeah, but if if the Genjutsu, I, I get that. Yeah, but if they don't know that, right? Yeah. If they're if they're happy, no, no, right. right? that's so. that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, for sure, for sure. And, and like, that's why people are like, why do you like Madara so much? Why do you like the mm. Uchiha clan with their Sharingans? I'm like, no, th what they're doing is what we're doing in reality. Like, the Uchiha clan are marketers. They're just like putting people in a Genjutsu, mm -hmm. making you believe that this is what you want. Right. And you feel happy about it. But mm -hmm. it's like, but we're like sucking your resources out. Like, the people at the top are sucked. But the funny part is, like, those people at the top are just humans as well. You know, they just are born into a different ladder in the video game that we mm -hmm. are not privy to. And, like, that's, like, I feel like that's something you just have to be born into. You know when people are like, oh, I just want to overthrow the government. It's like, do you really, do you really want to know what happens in that? Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just want to be in your little peace of the garden at peace <laughs> you know it's like i just live over here just do my thing or no like i don't know what what do you think no i think there's that's the level of freedoms that we would right if there's too much because we already felt what freedom is kind of like right i i think it's like if you uh, i'm talking about like the freedoms from the government like what kind of things you can do can't do What? Like laws? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Break break that down. I'm I'm a little confused. Like, no, like to keeping keeping people happy, right? I think that there okay. will be a revolt if they've already felt the freedom, and then you're starting to take away. So those people still exist, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Versus in it's other like versus societies right. where you're born into already a certain set of rules. Where yeah. No, no. I I know you're saying it's it's sort of like the the elephant who was chained mm -hmm. since he was a baby and then he doesn't revolt because he believes that the chain is still there yeah but if if the elephant realized wait there's no chain here then he would have the power to revolt mm -hmm. but because we haven't given or had a life before without a chain or had a life before without a chain okay okay so i feel like that's where we are now not society but like the 90s kids, like the kids who played outside, the kids who like. We had that both experience. We had, we were the, in, we were the basically end game of that part, right? Where we could play outside. Yeah. We also had video games and things as well, but we, it was a mix. And now. No, right, right. It's but, just, but, but not even that, but like ideologically, like I mm -hmm. can't even make a joke. I can't even. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, even yeah, yeah. say anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're, if you're like, we can't even laugh at it. Like, <laughs> true. Really? Yeah. And then, like, if you're in today's time, it's all you. If you're all you're seeing is you know bad stuff on social media, that's the world. But it's not the world. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's. We are. We are 100 a new age. I've like fully conceded to that now that. I guess, like, our parents are probably thinking the exact same thing, and I think their parents' parents also thought the exact same thing, but I think we're actually at the point now where we're seeing a whole new generation of individuals being brought up, and you're like, oh, we're not the same. We are actually not the same. Mm -hmm. 
you know, like ideologically, like the way we view the world is totally not the same. Like, I don't know. The, the one for me is like, we can't even make a joke. We can't even make a joke about it <laughs> without you getting upset at me or like, it's okay. I'm going to give you this story. I'm going to mask the story. <laughs> so like, okay. I don't even know how I'm going to mask this. If you've, <laughs> if you have listened to, if, if you were in this event, you'll get it right away, but I'm going to try my best to make it not uh, okay. obvious. So, because I know some people who listen to this podcast and I'm like, oh, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So, I was at this, it's not a work-related story. I was at this like event or like this gathering and this one individual was like, oh, look how crazy this person is. Like, they actually forced me to break apart my source of leisure i'm really trying to say this is like ambiguous as possible my source of leisure um because they were mad at me and i was like oh why are they mad at you oh because i wasn't going to work and i was like oh maybe you should be going to work instead of spending your time on the leisure device like no why would he why would he just like dismantle my leisure advice and i was like wait do you understand that that takes precedence over the games right mm -hmm. but they couldn't see it and i was the weirdo and i was like no no in life you kind of have to take care of the thing that you need to take care of yeah, yeah, yeah. but we and, and that's when i was like oh we're in a different world like you guys can't see that it's important to show up to your job i wonder if it's the new you know what I'm it's a selfish world that's but it's like it's like no no but i want to stay up all night leisuring myself yeah which is a selfishness and, and i was like what mm -hmm. and they're like oh i can't i can't believe he did that and they're all get going again oh no i think hold on i gotta check the time oh no we're good we're good um sorry 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 guys if you're listening i, I thought terror's master me should come back um so no no it wasn't I, I mean yes sorry to get back to it uh yeah selfish world and it's like it was weird because I was really the only one advocating for the person dismantling the device. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what else are you going to do, bro? Like this thing, this addiction is ruining your life, but we all want to support our bad behavior now, but that goes towards everything, you know, like, um, like people who identify as other, other animals. Did you see that thing where that guy turned himself into a dog? Oh, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, bro, we're going too far. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Like, he spent $10,000 something to, to, like, augment himself into a dog. Nobody's going to say anything. It's like, it's like being the parent, dismantling the device and being like, no, you got to go to work, bro. I'm the weirdo because mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, you got to go to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's when I was like, oh, we're in a new world. It's cool to be a dog. All right. It's cool to not go to work. All right. Like what? How are you going to build any resilience? How are you going to, how, you know, what's crazy. <laughs> all right. So everyone, all right, sorry, just, I'm going off. Cause I'm like, I'm in this new world and I'm like, uh, but it's funny because I work in that world too. So it's like, I advocate, like I see the benefits. That's the problem. I see the good points, but I'm like, Hey guys, let's not go too far. Like I get equality, diversity, equity, everything. I get it. 
you do you, bro. But we can't go too far with this. Yeah, like, there's a level understand. of discipline that needs to be held, I guess. Uh, right. So everyone is like, oh, I, I, I want to be a resilient person. Oh, I want to, you know, grow discipline. Okay, you have to do hard things. Oh, but I want to do without doing hard things. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. You need the hard thing in order to grow the good thing. But they don't see that. They want to get rid of the hard, the bad thing in place of the good thing. I'm like, that's not how it works. That's, that's literally Taoism. You need both ends. Sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How am I going to be a resilient have, person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really resilient, dedicated, disciplined person who doesn't wake up and go to work. Like, what? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And that's the world we live in, though. But actually, that is really the world we live in. Yeah. Uh, okay, wait, 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 one more, one more, one more. Okay, so I hate doing presentations. I hate it. Especially, uh, no, no, I'm good at doing uh, meetings. If I'm like, we're here for a purpose. I'm very good at corralling and like, let's just get this done. We have to, you know, organize, whatever. But if you're telling me to like, share your findings with the rest of the class, Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, my head's going, they don't know what this is. They don't care about this. I'm wasting everyone's time. You know what I mean? And then I start getting nervous and I'm like battling like, no, okay, just do your job. Just do your job. Just do your job. Right. So I, despite my nerves, push past that. Mm-hmm. That's discipline. That's resilience, you know? Yeah. And then I try and figure out tools in order to not have that happen again. Like if I get nervous, I'm like, okay, what are some tools I can use to make myself not nervous? How are you going to build that if you're like, I'm sorry, I identify as somebody who does not like to do presentations? How are you going to build the skill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't build the skill without the hardship. So even though it sucks, mm-hmm. I hate doing it. It's like, okay, this is part of my job. I learn how to get better at it. And then like two years down the line, like, oh my God, you're such a great presenter. It's like, yeah, bro, I had to stick with the suck. It sucked, but right. I got better at it. Right. How are you going to build it? Mm-hmm. Hi, right? You know what I'm saying? But we're giving too many freebies to people now. And I don't like it. Because, like, we're not the same. Like, you can't be resilient without hardship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's enough of a rant. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think, I think cause we're... frustrated about that. Uh, yeah, I think we're in a, in a selfish world. That's, that's why. And there's got to be a breaking point to that. That's not going to work out in the long run, right? So, yeah. Like, the, you know what it is too? It's not just selfishness. It's, it's blind hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to give you a story. I'm like, oh, is that too specific? <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a story. I might have told it before. But I don't like saying my pronouns. For me, it's weird. You don't need to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just, we're just doing a job. I get it. I get it. To make the people who want to do that, like, if it means so much to you, I'll do it. I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to just start a conversation with that. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just me. I'm a private person. But then the person telling me to do it, not, not specifically the person, but like giving like a whole yeah, yeah. presentation about it, was like, they were being asked some questions like, oh, these are the importance of, you know, why you should say it, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I'll take any questions. And I was just like, all right, whatever. We're just going to do it because so we got to do. 
And then somebody asked, like, well, what if they mess up on your your pronouns? And they're like, yeah, I know it becomes really awkward because then if if I actually identify as like a a she, but then they say he, it gets awkward. So I actually really don't like saying it anyways. And I was like, wait a minute. Did you just hear yourself say, like the presenter telling us why we need to do this said, I don't like doing it anyways. (laughs) So why are you doing it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Do you not hear the hypocrisy? Mm. Yeah. Wild. But it's like, no, that's the new world we live in. It's like, we just ignore the hypocrisy. You don't even like doing it. So why are you telling me to do it? Mm -hmm. And this is for you, bro. You put this on for me (laughs) to like do it. And I'm like, all right, fine, do it because that's what we're doing. You know? And you open with, no, you don't open with, you like admit that you don't Don't like doing it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So why are you doing it? Why are you advocating so hard? Hmm. Like, really think about that. Like, I don't know. Do you you have an answer for that? Like, it's like, it's like ideological ignorance or something like that. I don't know. I think it it seems like an ignorance level where you want a a certain way, but you're not really, I don't know. It's like you're mixed bag. Like, do you, like, do you believe the things that are coming out of your mouth? Yeah. (laughs) That's really what I'm asking. I'm just like, like, if I tell you, that this will work because of this. I most likely have researched it. I've put together a plan. I'm mm. like, this is, this is why it's going to work. Financially, uh, you know, marketing-wise, like, it's just, you know, well thought out. I think that's what but it is. You, I think it's not, it, people are not really thinking about it, like, clearly. Or fully, right? And, that's, it's and, that, I think that's the idea of these armchair experts kind of thing. You don't know the whole story, and you're just... For sure. You're just saying it. Yeah. Because that's, that's what we got to do. And that is why Barbie is making more money than Oppenheimer. <laughs> because it's like, well, let's just get behind a point. And but I watched it, I was like, I, I agree with your points. I totally see where you're coming from. But, like, have we thought about every aspect of this? You know? Is it really just dedicated to your points alone or the other aspects of this coming into play shut up and get behind it okay like you know <laughs> and then like two years down the line they're like oh we made us made an error because we didn't really think about it it's like yeah bro maybe think before you do something mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is it's like the the speed of information and the access to information is so heavy now that's like we don't need to think before we do anything because we're just moving too quickly. We're just reacting. Yeah. Just thinking. Um, yeah. Like a very common line, and my dad's used it on me because he's a very good handyman and I mess up a lot. He's like, measure twice, cut once. <laughs> you know? But we don't do that anymore. We're just like, we're cut, cut, cut. Oops. Cut, cut, cut. We'll just buy another one. Don't worry. Yeah, cut, yeah, cut, yeah, cut, yeah. cut. Right. It's like, it's a great, it's a great analogy for society. And I feel like if you were, if you're the person that's like, hey, maybe we should measure twice, guys. Mm-hmm. Did you just call me a guy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, like if you're the if you're the bearer of bad news, being like, maybe we need to calculate this twice. You become like the pariah. Everyone kicks you out. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're a weird guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, just that's the that's the world we're in. <laughs> But that's what I mean. That's why I was like, oh, we're we're in a different world. I've conceded. Like, I'm old now. 
mm-hmm. I accept that. Like, mm-hmm. not with this new generation. I mean, that sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds bad. Because, <laughs> like, I have a bunch of family members that are, like, that are, like, in that generation. But it's, like, it's true, though. You can't. No, you know what it is? You know what it is? Prove me wrong. Just prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Tell me why I'm wrong. That's it. No, not an emotional response. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not like I'm I'm angry and that's why you're wrong. Like no, like logically tell me why I'm wrong. And if you if I am wrong, I'll have the resilience to listen and then try and course correct. Sure. Yeah. But if but if we're just angry, you know what it is? Maybe that's what it is. We're running our world off of too much emotion and no objectivity. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why anime is so good. <laughs> yeah, I got, yeah, I got, I just, yeah. But no, but for real, like my cousin said this to me and um, actually it started, it's like a weird time. Probably because I just started getting really into anime again. And like, I was like, oh, it's weird. You both asked me the same question at the same time. Or like you both brought up salient points. So one of my cousins in the Philippines, Jono, you know? So he was like, mm-hmm. oh, I like anime. No, no, no. I was like, hey, man, did you finish Naruto? And he's like, no, not yet. I was like, when you finish it, let me know which person you agree with. Because I agree with the bad guy, Madara. And he's like, oh, well, that's the point of anime anyways, right? Like to show you both perspectives and to understand that both perspectives are right. They're just coming at it from different approaches. And I was like, damn, that is what it's about. <laughs> that's why anime is so good. Because you're using objectivity you're seeing like oh he's right he's right yeah who's the right one you know whereas like it's not clear cut whereas now it's like clear cut just listen and do as i say you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah and and like even tara asked me she's like what like what is anime and i was like oh japanese cartoons and she's like no like really like why are you so into this I'm like oh it's just parables it's literally just stories of lessons, yeah. like life lessons. You know, I, mm-hmm. like the Kenshin one that I just finished. He was the ultimate manslayer. He killed everyone. And then he realized, oh, killing's wrong. And the chair was like, yeah, obviously. And I'm like, yeah, but we needed to see that as a kid. You know what I mean? Like, or like rewatch it, understand the lessons. And then like even Kenshin was saying in it how uh, like – I love this line. The little boy was like, oh, we won. We won. We killed the guy. So we were right, right? And Kenshin's like, if you think that, then you're just as bad as the evil person. Because he was fighting from a point of view that he believes he was right. Today, we just won the battle. Mm -hmm. But in reality, we're both right. I was like, damn. (laughs) Like, you don't hear that, you know? Far left, far right. You guys can't agree on a couple of... True. Yeah, yeah, yeah things you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah i don't know thoughts perspectives you um yeah i think that the, the way that they do anime is very like uh it's they talk about themes it's not like like north american cartoons where it's just too kiddish right yeah i, I think yeah, i think yeah, that's yeah. why the topics that they bring up are very um uh like adult oriented like there is a lot of lessons in there that i think there's a that's why there's an attraction for for japanese anime 
Oh, uh, yeah, speaking of lessons, actually, no, no, this is a good point. Because um, we both saw it, Death Note. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and, and you were like, oh, did you finish Death Note? I'm like, yeah, I just finished it. But that anime was super insightful. Yeah. Because, so basically... Well, it's been a long time it. since I've watched it, so you have to remind me. But Yeah, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a quick breakdown. I'll do a quick breakdown. So, um, it's, it's funny, because it was even, like, I was explaining to Tara, and, like, you know the. All right, I'll just explain it, and then like, sure. the the quandary, the philosophical quandary, is very interesting. So, a demon is bored in his world, so he drops a death note into the human world for entertainment. So this boy in high school finds it, and it says like it has these rules about the death note. If you write someone's name within forty seconds, they'll die of a heart attack unless specified otherwise. Right. So he tests it out. And he realized, like, oh, this actually works. So he starts killing only bad people. The, the reason why is he wants to build a world where the, um, the entire world is just filled with good people. No more rapists, no more murderers. Because, mm-hmm. like, I was explaining this to Taryn, she's like, oh, who's he killing? I'm like, oh, rapists, murderers, you know, like, serial killers, stuff like that. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, good, like, obvious yeah, yeah. good versus evil, right? That's how it starts out. And then the cops are like, who is this vigilante killing people? So the whole thing is how do they catch the person who's killing all these people? Yeah. And it's just the chase between the two, you know? Mm-hmm. And it brings up like the death penalty. Is the death penalty right or wrong? Mm-hmm. Right? Like yep. that's a And like and the people in the anime were agreeing with him because they're like, Oh, he's killing all the bad people. So you have on, and he was saying that too. He's like, if we don't give a school textbook answer, like if you ask a little kid in school, like, is killing wrong? Killing's not wrong. Uh, killing's wrong because you shouldn't kill people. Blah, 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 right? But he's like, he's like, if people were really honest, they'd be like, yeah, I would kill that person. So I'm just doing the work of the people that can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. And, hold on, sorry. Okay. Oh, cool. Oh, 15 minutes. All right. We got we to wrap this bad boy up. We'll finish with Death Note. So, so he, yeah, so, so he's killing these people and then the, the police are like, we need to figure out this vigilante. So it's like, who's right? Right. Should you kill all the bad people? But then you see a, a little bit of this thing happen, which is another philosophical thing, which is like great power. Oh, absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cause he starts like, after he kills all the bad people, he starts like, well, now I'm going to potentially kill lazy people. He was like, all right, where are you the line, bro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is and bad for society? Like you're judging. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Yeah. And, and then the police like just trying to uphold the law, but it's like, then the question becomes, are laws good? Because if the entire society's backing, uh, I think he called himself Kiba or Kira. Mm-hmm. Like that's his like a uh, death note name. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they're like, right. So they're like, I'm a Kira fan. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so what are laws then? Are they really just made up of the majority of people? Because everyone's agreeing with them. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't it be legal for him to, shouldn't you stop chasing them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like all these big questions start coming out. And that's the beauty of anime. Whereas, like you're right, Western cartoons are just like so 
there's no lesson. It's just like let's entertain. Yeah, and it's probably very far. Yeah, very far and few between. But like only Avatar is the only one that I can remember that had something in it. Right. Right. So that that's why when people are like, "Oh, what's anime?" and they're like, "Oh, it's cartoons," and people get so insulted about it being cartoons, it's like, no, it's like it's more than just cartoons because it's like it's a parable. Yeah, there's life lessons in. I like. There's yeah. Whereas like. If you think about a cartoon, a traditional Western cartoon, you're looking at Looney Tunes, Flintstones, mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny. Yep. It's like, what were the lessons there? Mm-hmm. Like, Pepe Le Pew was basically a rapist. You know? Like, you remember Pe- Pepe Le Pew? No, who's he that? He was just always trying. Uh, so he's like a skunk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Okay, okay. He's always <laughs> chasing, right? He's like trying to make her fall in love with him and like... True. That's kind of weird. Mm. You know, really? You want to put those life lessons into a little kid? Whereas, like, then you go to anime as, like, no, be a righteous person, be a valorous person, be a pride. Oh, pride's not a good one, but they say, like, keep your pride and, like, live in harmony with nature. Like, these are the lessons that they're giving out. Like, I wouldn't say cartoons are parables, like Western cartoons. Right. Um, I just think, like, it depends on what age you're watching them at. So, to really understand no, but the, the anime. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. But that's why I'm going back now as an adult yes. and being like, what holds the test of time? And then realizing all the stuff I watched was like quality. Mm-hmm. They were giving some wild lessons of them, you know? Yeah. Whereas a lot of, a lot of stuff, like I can't really think of a Power Rangers maybe. But that wasn't cartoon was like, though. I know, and I'm trying to think of like Western childhood stuff, like X-Men, maybe Spider-Man. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe, maybe. But those they but had like, like they oh, like all like like the comic book stuff. They had like hundred years of like time to build, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know what the early ones were like of comic books. Yeah, I think they were created. I remember like Superman was created during like wartime. But they had to create these figures to like make themselves feel good about like what sure, was going sure. on. No, 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 I know, no. What I mean is like, like, like when we were watching X Men in the '90s and stuff, it, you know, like there already been generations of X Men stories to, oh, to use and yeah, build. Yeah. Like, I think the animated stuff or the manga is kind of relatively, relatively new, new, right? Yeah. Or maybe they just knew, like the Japanese knew, like let's indoctrinate people young with good, valorous qualities. It's the Bushudo, like the way of the warrior. That's what all anime comes down to. It's just giving you different tenets of... It's it's like, if I could distill it into the main philo- philosophy, it's Bushudo, which is valor, like way of the warrior, and Taoism, like how to live harmoniously with nature. Mm-hmm. Like I watched, <laughs> I watched uh, Princess Mononoke. That's all right. I really gotta yeah, bounce. Yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, last thing, I watched Princess Mononoke, Mononoke last night because like it kept coming up. Like I saw it as a kid, but I don't remember what it was about. And then people like keep getting tattoos of it and like drawings of it. I was like, oh, what is this is about. It's basically Pocahontas. It's like Japanese Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the wolf girl, she lives with nature because like she's a human living with animals because like she wants to be in touch with nature and stuff but the whole movie is about like industrial revolution and how that's not good for nature Mm -hmm. because the demons that keep being built out were like being it's like the spirit of the forest was being overtaken by 
industrialization like they kept like right killing animals like harvesting ore Mm -hmm. stuff like that and it was just hurting nature it's interesting too you have to look at the context of when these were made too because it's like i know japanese because during that time it was like the japanese industrial complex like these are like older movies too right so like what was the context of the time like the growth level that japan was going through when those movies came out that's like very interesting Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah what was their mindset and that's why that's what came out. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because like Pocahontas was just about like, because that was the closest I can relate it to. So Pocahontas was really just about like, how do you integrate colonialism? Mm-hmm. You know, but this one, so basically at the end of the movie, they, they beheaded the spirit of the forest because you can get a lot of money if you can sell the head. And then the spirit was so angry. He was like going to kill everyone. And then the main character gave the head back. It was like, no, you can take your head back. But he'd already destroyed the home the spirit and then at the end of the movie they're like oh we'll build back but with nature not against nature Mm -hmm. i was like oh that's the lesson yeah like that's what you impart yeah whereas here it's like you know well what was pocahontas you know what i'm saying like what was the lesson we didn't achieve that it was Mm -hmm. still like she's gonna live with the colonizers there was no like harmony you know at the end of that movie there's no like let's work together (laughs) I don't, I don't remember the end of the movie, but sure. It's right. Is it right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what Western framing is, is well, all about. Yeah, generally, there's always, there should be, a, a, what's the moral story kind of thing? I guess that's the. Right. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the moral typically in the West is individualism. And then in the East, it's collectivism. But we studied that in psychology too. Like, the East is collectivist and the West is individualistic. That's like a primary theme that kept coming up in like psychology 101. Yeah. So it's like, and I kept like, why? Why is that? Why is that? You know, I never understood it. Like, why are we brought up in a more collectivist way? You see like the influences. As a kid, you're watching like these movies about getting along with one another, working as a team to overcome any obstacle. Mm -hmm. You know, like Kenshin was like, he's a wanderer, like killed all these people, right? And he's like, best things in my life are my friends. You're like what? <laughs> like that's that's what you want to impart in kids, you know? Friendship is powerful. Right. Be there for your friends. Mm-hmm. Name me a Western cartoon that does that. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Yeah, cultural programming through education—that's the key. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I really I have to. Uh, any last thoughts about Oppenheimer anime? Anything else? No, all good stuff. I do yeah. want to watch. There is an anime, an old one, uh, from the Japanese side of the bombs being dropped on them. Ooh, that's cool. Oh, I'm telling you, uh, shout out to, or no, pro tip for anyone who's listening. Oh, Terrence here. All right, I have to go. Okay. Oh, one second. Um, pro tip for anybody who is um curious about where we watch these animes uh and watch a n i w a t c h dot tv or io I, I can't remember it's either tv or io enjoy that but yeah it, it has everything the only problem is like it will have everything but the really like the really obscure ones are in japanese so they're subbed they're not dubbed that's and i can't watch i know i can't watch this is like i gotta, gotta read it it's like oh I think I think that'd probably be for that the old anime movie, 
yeah, yeah so for I'm you sure like it'll be there and then you'll enjoy it mm-hmm. as like a a sub okay till next week uh, gotta grab these costco grocers <laughs> all right uh easy fish peace bye all right hope you enjoyed that episode uh be sure to like share subscribe all those fun things and check out our sponsors zenro clothing co portion bakery and pot Take it easy, Dash. Peace.